when you start getting into, especially the make money online world, it's very easy to get overwhelmed. There's so many different things and so many opportunities and you've got ads and people so many taking you so many different directions and you don't really know what to do, right? You're just kind of lost. I would sort of spend a little bit of time dabbling and figuring out, like if you could figure out a combination of the things that you like doing, like if you're really good at writing, you might be really good at posting on social or writing emails and you could turn that into client-based work to make, make money. Um, maybe you're really good at building teams and delegating teams and you could use that skill to build a team and have other people do work on your behalf, whether or not it's for clients or other things. There's many different ways that you could take that skill and go down a path. So here's a big question. As a digital marketer, how can we accelerate our business with extreme momentum without all the turbulence and time suck? And how do we do it in a way that changes the lives of everyone around us? That's the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Chad Kaderi, CEO of Dashclicks, and welcome to Marketer's Mindset. Hey guys, welcome back to another Marketer's Mindset podcast. I'm your host, Daniel. I am the content director at Dashclicks. And today we have the super cool John Shea from No Shame Income coming out from Massachusetts. John, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you. I'm glad you're here. So what is it that you actually do and how do you generate revenue? Sure. So um, I've had kind of a long journey where I've tried a lot of different things over the years, but I guess I could focus on the two main areas that I'm producing most of my income now. Um, mainly, I am kind of in like three little buckets, I guess you could say. Um, I've got online courses and trainings and things like that, that I'm teaching most of the things that I'm doing myself. And then I'm also making um, a lot of money um, as a marketing kind of freelance consultant where I go out and sell either services like web design or search engine optimization. And then I also have a newer business that I've actually been putting a lot more of my energy and time into over the last year where I've been reviewing physical products um, and basically just creating video reviews of things that you might have around your home or um, could be tech, uh, various different types of products in all categories and um, basically doing affiliate marketing, making a living doing that. So um, that's wow. been really interesting and kind of the new thing. Um, I guess, let me know what you, if you want more background, I could go into more detail on all of it, but essentially I've tried to build um, a lot of what I've been doing as like as much passive as I can um, in terms of like whatever I put time and energy into, I wanna be able to like see the rewards from that, you know, months or even years down the line. Yeah, that's interesting because you're, you're you're doing a lot of different things. And sometimes I find when people focus on a lot of different things, they don't, I mean, some people like yourself probably do all of it quite well and it becomes profitable, but I do feel people struggle sometimes when they focus on too many things. Have you, have you been able to put a system together that you kind of can predictably scale each thing that you put your mind in or focus on? Yeah. So for me, it was kind of like, um, if I go back to like the beginnings, which would have been like 2012, 2014, give or take. Is that when um, you started everything? Yeah, that's when I started everything. And again, I, you know, had gone through, tried a lot of different things. There's many things I tried that just went nowhere. Some of it, I made a little money and be, wouldn't really be worth discussing too much, but there was a lot of failure. And the things that have worked the best was I started out with web design and that wasn't really very passive, but I learned a lot more around skill, sales skills. And I was really kind of struggling there for a while. I was still working nine to five jobs. And um, long story short, I basically hired a mentor. He taught me about using freelance sites and kind of how to sell better and 
um, ways to kind of systemize what I was doing. And um, to kind of make that a longer story short, I have just recently passed $200,000 in earnings on Upwork, which is a popular freelance platform. Congratulations. So I came up with a really good, yeah, I came up with a good process there where I could go out and um, find people who needed work. And then I partnered up with other agencies or um, small business owner type, like agency owners that I could just refer work to. So really I was kind of like a glorified sales rep in a sense. Um, I would go on Upwork. I came up with a process where I'll I'll pitch someone like um, a proposal. And um, I had a little sales process we came up with, with a lot of these vendors where I'll do several phone calls, kind of lead them into a sale. And I've been closing deals anywhere from as low as like $500 a month to upwards of $5,000 a month. And a lot of those I'll refer and just basically take a 15% cut on commissions. Um, I've been doing that both with SEO services, which are monthly, and then also email marketing where um, entrepreneurs or business owners need regular emails written. I have partners that I'm basically just sourcing all the leads to. Um, and then I'm just taking a cut of a lot of the back end. Um, so I've pretty much created that as like a passive asset. If a client leaves and I want more clients, I just go back out and pitch more proposals and make more money. Um, wow. but you know, I, that's been one at, you know, revenue source. And then the, the most latest one I've been doing is these physical product video reviews. So I could take something simple, like as an example here, I have a really nice, this is a steel series headset. I might make a video review on this um, and I could publish it on YouTube um, as well as some other places online like social platforms and make commissions from places like Amazon or other places this might be sold. So this is a, yeah. an avenue I've been spending a lot of time in recently. And um, honestly, it's been a lot more fun than doing the client type sales stuff. You're not really talking to a lot of people, obviously. Yeah, right. So um, this is doing really like high ticket closing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, I wouldn't say it's like easier per se. Like obviously the revenue there depends on where you put the time and energy and where you're getting your leads. But sure. um, I kind of have fallen into this as like a fun thing. So that's what I've been working on recently. That's really cool. You're kind of like a serial entrepreneur. Do you go, do you go after a certain niche? Um, I mean, right now I've been more focused in like the make money online space, I guess. Um, that's where a lot of my time has been spent. Um, so it's kind of a, a shroud of like, the client consulting world and like probably more affiliate marketing world. Mm, um, yeah. So a little bit of everything there. So when I learned strategies around email marketing, that kind of played a role in selling courses or selling consulting services, selling email as a service or selling affiliate products, right? All of that can kind of go under that same umbrella of skills. Right. Do you have any team members? Um, not technically. Most of it is people that I'm like utilizing as partners. Um, I actually had a good friend of mine who went to law school for like eight years, got his degree, passed the bar, and he was really unhappy with his life. And um, I bought this property that has a large garage. I was talking to you before we started, but um, he actually lives above the garage in my in-law apartment. And he does all (laughs) the email marketing work. Um, He does that full-time email marketing basically for businesses. And I just pass him leads and take a cut um, when I send him leads. So he's basically got a full-time income doing email marketing. And, um, you know, you could call him like a a team member in a sense, but it's more like I have partners like him. I have other guys that I have for SEO. Um, I have people that I might utilize for doing some video editing, but they're more like virtual assistants, things like that. I haven't really built like a big team, if you will. It's more like you just have your, your channels. So if you need something done, you just refer it out and get that referral fee. Yep. Oh, interesting. 
how many active clients do you have? Um, right now, I want to stay around like seven or eight. Um, some of them are smaller paying clients. We had a couple that just left recently and I just haven't been like super eager to go back and get a ton more just yeah. because the product review stuff has been going well for me. Mm. So I've been really focused more on that, but um, I've kind of put myself in a position with the way I built my Upwork profile. If I need to, I can always go get more at any time. How Do you have like a large network or reach or like an audience that you can kind of just tap into? I do have um, an email list of probably about 6,000 people. And that's been from mostly doing like product launches and selling online courses, um, doing JV partnerships with other like make money online type internet marketers, yeah. um, things like that. And then I've got, you know, probably a few thousand friends on Facebook, but I, I don't really post much. I'm not big on like social media. Probably the bigger area I like to focus on is my email list. Cause I feel like that's a good controllable asset, but um, you know, outside of that, is. I don't really like, do a whole lot of audience building. I feel like the largest conversions you can produce if you're for online marketing is through your email list. I feel like if yeah, you have a well-nurtured list, become sales on demand. Exactly. Yeah. It's been huge for me. That's amazing. You kind of went over your pricing model a little bit. You were saying you tip, typically charge anywhere from 500 to 5,000 a month. It just sort of depends on what kind of services or package or consulting they need. But do you have like a value ladder where you kind of get people in at a lower amount and then the relationship builds to higher payments over time? Um, for like the SEO stuff that I've been selling at like those price points, um, I've been trying to go after clients that are willing to at least pay like 2000 whereas like years ago, it was more like I would take the $500,000 clients. Mm -hmm. But um, more recently, I've been trying to go after larger like national businesses and usually I can just come in with such a strong proposal and it's very convincing right out of the gate that I can close them as a bigger ticket, like two to $5,000 type client. Yeah. Um, and that's been working really well. And usually that's just how I approach it. Um, I'm working on something for a course on my review product business where I'm probably going to come up with like a $30, like low barrier entry type offer. And then I'll maybe sell them into like a thousand dollar or like a higher level, um, high ticket type offer. That'll be like multi multiple thousands of dollars. Yeah. So I haven't really quite ironed that out yet, but, um, that's kind of in progress. That's what I'm working on this week. Got it. So you, again, you, we kind of jumped into this question a little bit too, about what, what kind of moves your revenue needle the most. And I know you were saying that your freelance profile has been doing well, but it seems like you've transitioned from that more into the product review. Has product reviews yeah. just kind of been comparable? Yeah. So, I mean, while I was doing um, a lot of this work, um, doing the consulting and stuff on the side, I partnered with a friend of mine on some webinar type course offers. We had built like some software and sold that and made a lot of money using webinars. So I've always been, oh, um, you know, seeing the, the capability of like what you can really do going out there and selling something um, as like a course or a training or even software. And and he was doing YouTube and really blowing up his audience from YouTube. He went from, um, I think it was like, uh, like 20,000 or 30,000 subscribers to like well over a hundred thousand. And I was like really motivated by that. Yeah. So I started doing YouTube for a little while and I was taking it pretty seriously for a while. And, um, while still make, making a lot of the passive income from my, um, consulting work, I figured I'd go out and focus my free time on YouTube and build up my YouTube audience from scratch. So I went out and um, noble. <laughs> while I was doing that, um, I was doing everything, marketing and talking about all this stuff, but really none of those videos were doing all that well. 
but I randomly did a video product review on the Peloton bike, which is an exercise bike. Yes. And it went, ended up getting like over a hundred thousand views. So I was like, okay. And then I did this for more product review type products. I made a comparison of this office chair I'm sitting in to like a gaming office chair that I had. Yeah. And the video blew up. It got like 500,000 views. So it did half Jeez. a million views. Um, well, I can I see how, I can see why you like, there's an opportunity here. <laughs> Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm onto something. And this um, chair sells retail for about $330. And the company had an affiliate offer where if you refer someone and they buy the chair, you make an affiliate commission. So I ended up making um, about $30 for each chair sold. And I ended up making close to $15,000 from that video from all the referrals I was getting. I had like literally 500 something transactions. I was also selling some of their other products. I have like a standing desk. You can kind of see the corner of it here. Um, made by the same company. So I made a video on that. That did really well. Obviously, more commissions from that. Um, and then I basically continued doing this trend and um, found out there's opportunity where I can do YouTube stuff and stuff with Amazon doing the product reviews. And I've been averaging um, since last May, probably about fifteen dollars to $20,000 a month doing that. So I far surpassed like all my consulting income and SEO you know, referral stuff I was doing. Obviously, yeah. I wasn't working because I was just referring it and making passive income. Sure. But because, you know, I'm only making 15% on, let's say it's a $4,000 deal, I might walk away from that deal for like six or 700 bucks or something after the fees. So while it's not a small amount of money, it was like getting a small paycheck. Um, I, I wasn't, you know, I, once this sort of, sort of started taking off with the product reviews, I was like, wow, this is something I should really take seriously. So I just happen to have a lot of stuff around our house. Me and my wife um, are a bit materialistic people, if I'm being honest. So um, I was able to kind of utilize it. like this weird hoarding skill, I guess, and turn it into like in, into income basically. See, you know, okay. So here, here's, here's what's kind of funny. I was going to ask like what marketing strategies do you use to kind of start your daily conversations with potential clients. And I was also going to ask, you know, what's the most successful automation you have set up in your business, but that's sort of, answers both those both those questions where once you create the video mm -hmm. and put that time in and then you start getting those referral fees that video lives up there forever so exactly, it's just continually yeah. people refer and people purchase the product so once you put the work in and it's up there i mean it's automated for you exactly yeah and, and that was like my whole motto with a lot of this stuff has been you know, I don't mind like working and, you know, spending time during the day working away at this stuff, but it'd be cool yeah. to automate as much as what I'm doing as possible. So whether or not it's doing these physical product reviews, I'm creating videos, the videos live out there and continuously are helping people make consumer type buying decisions and right. um, anything else I do, like this course I'm working on, which is basically it's teaching this entire model. Uh, um, it goes in depth on like the YouTube side of things, as well as other avenues I'm using to make income. And um, with that, you know, I could build a webinar that will help me sell the offer. I could build emails that will help me sell that offer. So all of it's kind of about building and then having that engine just kind of continue running in the background working for me while I'm not necessarily there. So right. That was and so, so you're not necessarily getting deals or customers to create these videos. Like not, no one's coming to you and say, could you create a, you know, a review video? You're kind of scouting out to figure out what, review video I sh or product I should push? 
Um, well, right now I'm, some people go into like specific verticals, right? So there might be a woman that just does like fashion or beauty or makeup. Um, I've kind of gone and just looked around and said, okay, like what are valuable things that I have, right? So we have a two-year-old, so we have a, you know, $300 baby um, stroller, right? So if I make a video review where I talk mm -hmm. about what it was like to build it when it got out of the box, what is it like to use it? Is it actually, you know, a good product? Here's what it's like when it's, you know, rolling. Here's the like thing that you can snap on that has the drink cup holder or whatever. So it's like, I'm giving a consumer a really good idea of what to expect before they buy the product and probably right. better than what they'd get if they just were like reading a text description on, on the product. Um, Got so it. I just kind of went around and found anything. Like I literally am making money from paper towels and toilet paper and <laughs> soap and anything. Like I've done it Gosh. for pretty much anything that you could buy online in the e-commerce like space. Yeah. Um, I'll do videos and make income from those. So what do you think your most, what CRM are you? Do, well, actually, here's the question. Are you using a CRM besides right now, like your email? Um, or are I, you I just really, finding like when you get your customers, you're able to log them and kind of manage them for other videos that you have? For the, um, for the video review side of what I'm doing, I have like spreadsheets I use to kind of track um, vendor relationships. So yeah. I have some things where I'm getting paid because there's a lot of vendors that like, let's say they have a product. Um, I have something here, for example, I'll use this as an example. So a company just sent me this. I haven't even opened this yet. This is actually a KVM switch. So this is like, I think a $200 KVM switch. And if, for those of you listening, don't know what that is. Basically, if you had two computers with one monitor, one keyboard, one mouse, you could use this. Things actually kind of slick. You can hook this up so you can have all your mouse and keyboards in here. So this thing's like, I don't know, hundred bucks. So a vendor sent me this for free. And I basically just make a note of saying, Hey, I need to do a video review on this product, which means I'm going to have to hook it up, test the whole thing. And then I'll basically do a video, which will help the vendor um, to make more sales because it's giving the consumers a better idea of how does this thing work? Is it a good product? Um, does it work well? all that stuff. And then I'm basically going and invoicing them after the fact and usually sure. making somewhere around like 25 to $50 per video, but I'm getting tons of requests um, from vendors like almost daily. Um, and I'm getting tons of free product out of it as well. I just did a yard sale here last Saturday and sold like almost $400 worth of stuff and just let things go and gave away a bunch of stuff, donated things. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been kind of a cool business model. It's like almost, it seems, I mean, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to say it's, um, what am I trying to say? I don't want to say it seems misleading because it's not, but it, it seems like it's very easy to do, but I feel like if you get into like to get started, it's probably a learning curve for you to kind of figure out how to get to this point. Like you were saying in the beginning, you kind of fell into it sort of, and then you kind of worked your way around and now make it into this automated kind of consistent business that you have. But like in your, in your agency, because we do have a lot of marketing agency owners listening in, what CRM do you prefer? And like, why do you use that if you're managing customers in your marketing agency? Yeah. Um, one of the ones that I really liked was Nutshell. And then the other one is Pipedrive. Those would probably be the two okay. that I'd recommend. But um, for me, because of the way that I run a lot of the client-based work that I have, like some of the client agency type business work that I have. Yeah. With those, um, I'm really going out as a salesperson selling um, selling a client on a service, and then I'm referring that to another agency 
and they're usually using their own internal systems. And I know one of my bigger referral partners uses ClickUp and that's his number one like kind of project management um, system that he uses to organize everything, client tasks and yeah. all of that. So hopefully that answers that question. Yeah, it does. No, thank you. And are you, are you, I mean, it seems like you're remote. So you're primarily just using zoom. And like, if someone were to like that, that client that sent you the product for review, mm -hmm. how are you usually communicating with each other? It's like, uh, most of the time, just email or Facebook. And they just reach out to you directly and they kind of just start the conversation. Yeah. I had someone earlier this morning, you know, like usually they'll send me a message and say, are you an, you know, are you an influencer that does product reviews? And I'll say, sure. And I'll basically just ask them for the product, take yeah. a look, and then they'll, you know, I'll tell them what my rates are and then they'll either agree or not agree. If it's something I really want, I might take it for free. I just got like a new cordless stick vacuum that was like 150 bucks and I gave it to my roommate upstairs. So basically he gets a new free vacuum and all I have to do is make a five minute video, you know, and it ends up being beneficial in the end for everyone. Gosh, that just seems so, it seems fun to be honest. Just it getting is, all these yeah, cool products, getting to play with them. And then you just, I mean, there's gotta be a lot of production you put into the video though, is there, or is it pretty simple? Um, well, I keep it really simple. I think part of where a lot of people probably would struggle is a lot of people go into creating videos or audio or like my wife, right, is like deathly afraid of being on camera. So that's going to be a challenge in of itself for a lot of people. And then I've just been doing video for so long between recording all the courses I've created. Um, I've recorded um, on the application Loom. When people email me, I, I hate typing emails. So I would just reply with Looms and I've probably recorded over 3000 of those. So um, I go pretty bananas with video. So I've gotten a lot more like fluent in my speaking. And then I think I just kind of have a little bit of a gift for taking a really simple, basic item and I can make it sound very exciting and intricate. So I'll usually like hit on separate points, things like what was it like to build this thing, right? So if I was to talk about, um, I'll give an example. And since we're on video, I just built, um, you can kind of see it back there. You can see Arnold's head. I just built a little Terminator oh, to our arcade cabinet yesterday. Yeah. So I could do a video review on that and talk about like, what was it like to install it? Um, how long did it take to install it? Mm -hmm. What is it like using it? I could boot it up, show them all the settings. I could show them the gameplay, talk about, there's so many things that you could, you know, kind of get into. That's obviously a little more intricate as, a, as something to review, but mm -hmm. I've even done that same idea, taking like a literal like table desk that's like the most simple desk in the world and I could just hit on those same points and I'm pretty good at describing and kind of um, doing it unscripted um, most of the time I record videos I don't even have to do retakes because I just kind of think in my mind all right what is it that I'm going to say and then I immediately go into it yeah and I think consumers um, like that style more they you know there's obviously some benefit if it's something like, let's say I was talking about a computer and it was really very detailed. Like I could talk about all the specs, the memory, the hard drives, the graphics card, all those different things and really get into a lot of detail. But most of the things I'm doing, it's very simple. Like if I record a video this on is, it. This is also really interesting because um, this sort of, I think this applies to, and you probably agree with this. I think this applies to, you're, you're essentially trying to sell the product, hence it being a review. Yeah. And the other thing that has is, got to improve your just overall ability to sell something because mm -hmm. you learn to speak better, um, more clearly, and you're able to explain, you know, if you're selling a arcade or if you're selling an SEO package, which if 
you sell SEO or you're in the industry, you know that trying to explain SEO to someone who doesn't know SEO is kind of complicated and confusing. Mm. So if you can take something complicated and explain it well and make it simplified to where they're on the same page, that's got to help your sales. Yeah. And it, I mean, that's kind of, it's almost like it just becomes like second nature, similar to if you've learned mm. to drive a five-speed, you know, manual in your car. Um, if you were to go explain it to someone, it's a little harder now that you like learn the 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 pattern of like taking your foot off the off the clutch and like knowing kind of what to do right it just becomes like this natural thing over time so I think even for me you know I used to be really unconfident to sell something for four thousand dollars like an SEO package and then that just became kind of natural so if I quote someone that I don't you know I go into it with like a lot more confidence and yeah. I know that because the people I'm working with or the vendors that I have can fulfill on that that work and that we're actually going to get them stellar results it makes it that much easier for me to like go into these deals and just into sales conversations in general and like really building a lot of rapport very quickly um yeah. that's something I feel I've always been pretty good at um you know and all that's just kind of like life experience I I even used to joke um you know, before I met my wife, I would go on like a lot of dating websites and, you know, it takes time to like build confidence for someone to like want to meet you as a stranger. And I felt like a lot of the time I spent like practicing that even became useful in the sales world because you have to build rapport for someone to trust you to want to hand over that, that income so that they'll pay you for service. Exactly. So, um, all there's a guy named, there's a guy named Rory Sutherland and Rory Sutherland, one of his famous, do you know who I'm talking about? I don't. Okay, you got to check out Rory Sutherland. He's 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 a marketing guy. Works for one of the largest marketing agencies is uh, Ogilvy, um, and he has a very, I would say, amazing, unique mindset toward or uh, mindset towards marketing. And his main one of his main quotes is kind of what you're saying: is marketing is even found in nature, or sales and marketing. I would say kind of goes together a bit. So they, it's even found in nature. An example is when a bee is flying around, a flower has to convince it to come land on it. And the way they do that is essentially their petals is their marketing budget. Mm. So the bigger the petals, the more likely the bee is going to fly into it versus one that, you know, he says it's a weed with a marketing budget, essentially. That's funny. I like that. Yeah. So it's really interesting and it kind of was that reminded me of when you were talking about what you just said. So in the past 12 months, just kind of in general with everything you've been doing, how much revenue have you generated? Um, if I were to look in total, um, I'd probably be somewhere like shy over the 200K range. Um, if I was to look at everything combined. Um, from my like product reviews, like the standard commissions that I've been making, I'm probably around like the 160 to 170,000 mark. And then I have some vendor partnerships. So I've earned bonuses and additional commissions doing that. I get paid to go like live on some platforms and, um, I get extra money from that. So that's probably tallied up like another 15 to 20 K give or take. And then I've also, um, had course sales from platforms like Udemy, Skillshare, and there's many other third-party oh, yeah. course platforms that I'm on, um, probably several thousands of dollars from that stuff, just kind of passively. And then my client income, um, I'd usually bring in anywhere from like three to 5,000 a month, depending on the clients that I have. And um, 
that's been pretty consistent throughout the year. I just yeah. passed like a hundred thousand in billing for one of the clients that pays almost five K a month. And I'm usually taking home, you know, seven, eight hundred dollars from that after all the fees and everything from Upwork. Um, and then that's just my commission from the full amount. Man, you're so crushing it. Nice. Yeah, like I'm I, you know, it, it's weird because um sometimes I get down on myself, like I know I could be doing more. Um yeah. But, you know, it's hard when you have a kid, too. It's just a lot of extra upkeep. Like, my wife is sick today, and it's like, should I be inside helping her out or out here trying to make more money, you know? Yeah. Um, so it can be, like, a tough balancing act. But, um, you know, I've got enough going that, um, you know, it's just given me the ability to do a lot of fun things, buy things that I like, like a massage chair or a Terminator <laughs> arcade machine or right. whatever, you know. You've, you've diversified. To... Yeah, exactly. So, like... In 12 months from now, what kind of revenue goal do you have? Like a realistic revenue goal from Um, today, 12 months later? I don't know. I'd actually like to, so a a weird thing for me, and since this is like a mindset um, podcast is I've always had this struggle around um, the idea of generating traffic. And I, I can't really say that I'm bad at that because I've had a video on YouTube go viral and make get half a million views right but i always had this thing about that like it was a block in my mind it it really put me at a standstill when i was trying to run ads and i know that the potential for me to make a lot of money is really there with online courses and training i think that's a really lucrative business model i've seen a lot of fellow entrepreneurs do insanely well Um, one of my mentors was just talking about how he had a two hundred thousand dollar day from a webinar that he ran so like the ability to do that is in the scalability of that is exciting to me. Yeah. So currently, um, because I've been doing so well with this product review business, I originally was teaching um, agency type stuff. I was teaching strategies around how I would, you know, use Upwork, go and like, I would show my proposal strategy, show everything around that. But I think that market is really just extremely saturated. Like you look left and right and there's a ton of people teaching SEO or agency type um, trainings. And a lot of people have even come and gone out of that space. I've followed it for many years and I've kind of sort of become disinterested in client-based services. Um, It just isn't exciting to me. Like um, I'd much rather get a KVM switch and fiddle around with this (laughs) for like an hour or two than go like sit on the dealing with clients, right? Even if it was selling them, right? I just, I don't really, I'd prefer to be doing something else. So uh, I knew that when I started making good money with this, if I could teach this and scale this up into a new course, um, this could be a real game changer from the course side of things. So my goal was to really kind of conquer the trafficking um, this coming year and kind of get over that, that block in my mind around that stuff. Maybe yeah. either get some YouTube ads or like TikTok ads going around that, which I oh, think you're not, you're not really doing any of that right now. So there's a lot of opportunity for mm-hmm. you to expand. Yep. So, I mean, I, I have a course that I just completed and a good friend of mine who runs an affiliate marketing like training that he does, he has a good audience for what I'm teaching. We're going to do like a collaborative webinar at the end of the week. Okay. So I'm really excited to kind of see how that will do teaching some of what I've been doing over the last year. And then if that works out and maybe there's, it shows there's you know potential, I'll go out and start running ads and build a whole like funnel build out webinar, emails, all that right. good stuff. So that would, uh, yeah. that would probably be what you would have to change to get to that goal yeah like it'd be awesome if i could make you know an extra hundred thousand dollars a year um from the course stuff and right. then if i continue getting my product review things i could just 
invest money into ads from the revenue you know making from the product reviews and then use that to churn up the income quite a bit oh sure so some of the, a lot of the people that watch this podcast are like new business owners and they may have little to no knowledge and so when i mean little to no knowledge i mean they may not even know what a crm is so what's like the number one tip you could give to a new business owner that could save them years of wasted time? Um, man, um, I've made a lot of mistakes over the time that I've been doing things. I think, you know, and I've, I've thought about this because at different times I've had different advice um, over the years of like what I would tell someone if they were starting from scratch. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing would really just be, you know, and I struggle with this and I think a lot of people do is finding something that you enjoy, that you have the ability to scale and that you can also um, do and enjoy doing, right? Um, I see a lot of entrepreneurs, for example, they post on social media constantly. I was thinking to myself over and over again, like over the last few weeks, I realized those guys are probably crushing it, like attracting people and building their audience that way. But for the love of me, I can't do it. I, I hate it. Like I, I would rather go work a nine to five job than sit around posting it's, on Facebook. It's, it's funny because it's it's not too different from the review videos you do in a sense. Yeah, it, it, it's weird like that though, right? Like I, it's almost like in my mind, I just said, I hate this. Like, I don't know how these people are <laughs> posting all the time, but right. <laughs> I, I can go and take my camera and like make a video on like Gatorade or something a lot easier easier than I could like write on Facebook, I guess. I don't know what it is, but I right. just didn't really like the idea of it. Maybe I, maybe it's something I just need to kind of get over, I suppose. But, um, I was trying to find avenues where I like, I was having more fun and like actually enjoy what I was doing. And I've been having a lot of fun with video creation, like of like the span of my career, because, yeah. um, I've created tons of courses for like Udemy. I've created tons of videos doing loom, like communicating with people, with clients, doing proposals doing sales um, type stuff, um, communicating with students, anything like that. And then now doing videos on products, it's kind of like I took a lot of the video skills and now turned it into something that's like directly right. creating revenue. So are you, are you basically saying kind of just, just focus on some, maybe even if you're not totally certain what that area is, but maybe like a vague area of interest that you gravitate towards and just kind of engulf yourself in it and, spend the, I guess it's like spend the short-term upfront time of learning it and then making sure that you can morph that into something that first of all, you could do it and have fun and then it can scale into something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's really just kind of finding like a little area you can spend your time in. Um, there's so many areas that you could, when you start getting into, especially the make money online world, it's very easy to get overwhelmed. There's so many different things and so many opportunities and you've got ads and people so many taking you so many different directions and you don't really know what to do, right? You're just kind of lost. I would sort of spend a little bit of time dabbling and figuring out, like if you could figure out a combination of the things that you like doing, like if you're really good at writing, you might be really good at posting on social or writing emails and you could turn that into client-based work to make, make money. Um, maybe you're really good at building teams and delegating teams and you could use that skill to build a team and have other people do work on your behalf, whether or not it's for clients or other things. There's many different ways that you could take that skill and go down a path. Um, I right. kind of, you know, I, I think I said to myself, and this would, this is probably the best advice I could give is like a general overlook of everything is yeah. I thought to myself, what was like the happiest I was in my life 
um, like all throughout my life. Like I'm 37 and I thought, okay, what well, was like the happiest time? Like I was really happy and just not feeling like I was having as many like down moments. Like we've all had some depression or whatever oh, in yeah. our lives. And I kind of thought about like when I was a younger kid and I wasn't thinking about women. I wasn't thinking about money. I basically just went to school. I came home. I hung out with my buddies. We played a lot of video games. Yeah. And I actually tried to recreate that life for myself as much as I could. So I kind of put in my own mind space. I just said, hey, I'm going to like recreate that life. So that's why I have my CRT back here with my original Nintendo and all this stuff. I wanted to like recreate um, as much of like this good time I could have. And all the like last two, three years, I would go on bike rides just like I did as a kid. I would ride around my block on my bike. After I got out of school, I would play video games. So I bought electric bikes and now I'll go on random bike rides during the day or I'll play video games during the day. And um, I don't have a team really. Uh, I basically just kind of figured out how can I do adulting and also have like a really fun time. Like if I want to wear yeah. a Blink-182 t-shirt during the day, I don't really want to dress up in a suit. I want to do whatever I want, you know, when I want. And that's kind of what I was doing when I was a kid, you know, and I was really happy at yeah. that age. So I, I kind of figured how can I recreate that as much as possible and do it in adult form where I can pay the bills and still buy fun things for myself and enjoy myself, have a family and, um, you know, own yeah. a big house. Right. I that, that was kinda, I'm all about that. Was that. My, that was my goal. You know, that's really interesting. So if there was, one tool in your business that is your favorite hands down i can't do anything without this software what software tool would that be um right now probably the biggest would be active campaign which is my email marketing service um there's many of them obviously you can get uh, and there's free ones out there but a good like beginner starter one I would say would be something like a MailChimp or a convert kit. Those would be good like comparable options, but that's probably the biggest one. Like I'm, I'm really weird. I'd rather go spend like $600 on software and know that I own it forever than pay $10 a month for something. I don't know why, but I just hate having subscriptions everywhere. Yeah. Um, oh. So I'm, I'm all, I'm always like trying to cut everything out. And that email system is probably like the only one I haven't been able to cut out of what I'm doing or how, what i'm utilizing it's like make. a strong fundamental software solution that you just need that you have to have yeah i mean it's basically the one source where i have a controllable um, audience that it's like mine and no one else can take that from me like facebook yeah. can't just like shut it down like a group or whatever or ban me youtube could ban me right? right um it's like a controllable asset that i own having the email list got it Interesting. And that, I think that's relatable to a lot of people because everyone needs an email system and that, that goes for any business, but John, yep. thank you so much. Um, again, John Shea of no shame income coming out from Massachusetts. Hey, I really appreciate you chatting with me. Um, it was really informative and you really dropped a lot of knowledge. So th thanks for joining me today. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right. Talk to you soon. Want more of Marketer's Mindset? Join our private Facebook group where agencies from all over the world share strategies, network, and scale their business together. Visit facebook.com slash groups slash Marketer's Mindset to get instant access. Also, if this podcast impacted you in any way, please share it with friends and leave us a review on iTunes as that really helps build our community.